Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the international crime crackdown. 800 arrests in 16 countries and 8 tons of cocaine. How the FBI led the unprecedented takedown. Drugs, luxury cars, and $48 million seized. How an app and encrypted phone developed by the United States and used by criminals turned into hundreds of arrests and confiscations. Intelligence failure. The sweeping missteps before the January 6th assault on the Capitol. The new Senate report tonight. And what about President Trump's role? Dangerous weather, flash floods in the south, and extreme heat in the upper Midwest and New England. Vaccines for kids, new reporting about whether 5 to 11-year-olds will get the COVID shot before the next school year. Alone at the border, a 5-year-old girl from Guatemala is abandoned as Vice President Harris responds to why she has yet to visit the U.S.-Mexico border. Charged with murder, the 24-year-old accused of killing a six-year-old boy faces a judge. The clues and technology that helped police track the suspect's car. New obesity drug. Could the newly approved medicine be a game changer for weight loss? A slap in the face. What this man said before hitting the French president and where he is now. Treehouse Classroom, a dad's pandemic project becomes the new family business. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us. We are going to begin tonight with the arrests of hundreds of international drug smugglers, weapons dealers and contract killers in what may be the largest and most sophisticated criminal investigation in history. Now, the scope of the operation is staggering, a three year long worldwide effort to eavesdrop on the most dangerous criminal organizations using cell phones loaded with an encrypted messaging app developed by the FBI. Investigators say the criminals thought they were evading police, but in reality, they were unwittingly sharing their plans with a secret coalition of law enforcement agencies. The FBI says the sting disrupted dozens of planned killings and took tons of drugs and hundreds of guns off the streets. And tonight, police across the globe are still vacuuming up suspects and filing charges in more than a dozen countries. CBS's Jeff Pegues is at the Justice Department tonight, is going to lead off our coverage. Good evening, Jeff. What an operation this was. It certainly was, Nora. The FBI taking a page out of Silicon Valley's playbook by designing an app. But in this case, that app turned out to be the trap that agents used to bring down numerous criminal organizations. The global police dragnet was still sweeping up suspects in the hours before investigators went public with Operation Trojan Shield. It was a colossal takedown that included seizures of luxury cars, motorcycles, and drugs which were concealed in everything from shipments of pineapples to cans of tuna fish. All made possible by devices loaded with software, specifically created by the FBI to lure suspects from the shadows. The very devices that the criminals used to hide their crimes were actually a beacon for law enforcement. The program was called ANOM, and according to investigators, it was distributed to 12,000 users in about 100 countries. The amount of intelligence that we received was staggering. Law enforcement intercepted more than 27 million messages, the vast majority related to criminal activity like drug trafficking and murder plots. The operation led to at least 800 arrests and netted investigators eight tons of cocaine, more than 250 firearms and 48 million in cash and cryptocurrency, money that was allegedly flowing through the pockets of Italian organized crime outlaw motorcycle gangs and international drug trafficking organizations. In the future, too, we will continue unabated to track down and dismantle criminal organizations. There is a reason why the operation was shut down now. Online, people appeared to be getting the suspicion that something wasn't right with this app and that perhaps law enforcement was monitoring the communication. And for the FBI and police, that was the signal to move in and make all of these arrests. Nora. All right, Jeff Begays, thank you. And we want to turn now to a scathing new report on the security failures ahead of the January 6th Capitol riot, revealing a breakdown within intelligence agencies and a lack of training for Capitol Police. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has all the details. Multiple red flags that could have alerted officers to the potential for violence on January 6th were missed or not communicated. They didn't have the intelligence to know what was coming. The first Senate report on January 6th also found... Federal law enforcement did not do a threat assessment. The Capitol Police failed to widely share all the intelligence it had been gathering for weeks, including news maps of the Capitol and its tunnel system were circulating online. Buried at the end of a 15-page intel document on January 3rd, this stark warning. Congress itself is the target on the 6th. 
people were saying, well, this just can't happen. And, it, and mm-hmm. these groups of folks, they, they can't do that. Well, now we know they can. The next day, top Pentagon officials asked about locking down D.C. The report also found most rank-and-file police officers were not briefed, adequately equipped, or trained for what was to come. To have one of the officers, he actually said, in the middle of all this, people are being shot, glass is breaking. He said, does anyone have a plan? Tonight, lawyers for Douglas Jensen, seen here chasing officer Eugene Goodman, say he came to the Capitol at the direction of the president. But the Senate investigation did not look at the role of former President Trump. Doesn't somebody need to look at the how, not just the why? Yes. I think you're going to find a lot of information that you can only find in one way, and that's to pursue this through the legal system. The report makes 20 recommendations aimed at improving planning, communication, and training, as well as addressing delays in getting the National Guard to the Capitol on the 6th. Some of the recommendations are already being implemented, and tonight the acting chief of the Capitol Police told her officers she is pledging to continue working to make her department better. Nora. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. And tonight, Pfizer is gearing up for global tests of its COVID vaccine for children younger than 12 years old. And Moderna expects data from its trials on kids as young as six months by this fall. CBS's Nikki Batiste now on the urgent new call to get kids vaccinated before school. Tonight, new concern about the dangerous Delta variant. Dr. Fauci is urging more young people to get vaccinated before the variant first detected in India becomes dominant in the U.S., warning it's already taking over in the U.K., where transmission is peaking in 12 to 20-year-olds. One quarter of 12 to 17-year-old children in the U.S. have received at least one vaccine dose. President Biden tweeting today, if you're young and haven't gotten your shot yet, it really is time. It's the best way to protect yourself and those you love. Today, in an effort to get more people vaccinated, Moderna announced its vaccine will likely be available for kids as young as six months. And Pfizer told CBS News its next phase in the trial for children as young as six months old should begin in the coming weeks. What's the number one question you get from parents? Is it safe to give my child a vaccine? The vaccine has been proven safe. I think an mRNA vaccine is actually safer than a traditional vaccine. There's really no side effect, only, you know, sleepiness, sore arm and a little fever. Dr. Hess says one side effect from the pandemic is children aren't getting sick with common illness. Experts say it's because of increased hand washing and mask wearing. During the COVID pandemic, we really did not see any sick children. We didn't see ear infections. We didn't see flu, RSV. But Dr. Hess says kids need to build up their immune system. I never had so many sick kids in my office as I did in the last three weeks because they have been in a bubble. They need to be exposed to the other viruses to build up their own innate immunity. Pfizer says it hopes to seek emergency use authorization for its COVID vaccine for children ages 5 to 11 as early as September, which means kids could be vaccinated soon after the school year begins. Nora? That's some good news. Nikki Batiste, thank you. Well, tonight, flash flood warnings are posted across Arkansas and Mississippi. Some areas are being hit with more than a foot of rain. There have been numerous rescues in the city of Mound Bayou, Mississippi. And there's flash flooding in New Jersey after some violent storms just passed through. We're also following a dangerous heat wave tonight. So let's bring in CBS's Lonnie Quinn for the forecast. Hey there, Lonnie. 
Hey there, Nora. You know, you take big-time humidity, you combine it with big-time heat, you are going to clash and get some big-time storms out there. That's what we've had. A lot of rain. Take a look. Look at the radar picture. You focus on Mississippi and Arkansas. They picked up, like you were saying, up to a foot of rain. Nora, that was in six hours. More rain to come for your day tomorrow for the Northeast. Big-time heat as well, and the big-time storms put down flooding conditions around Philadelphia, also outside of New York City, even as far north as portions of New Hampshire. For your day tomorrow... More rain, unfortunately, in the same spots, and the heat just stays in place. Philadelphia tomorrow feels like 96. Minneapolis tomorrow feels like 95, and then that's it. The heat wave will break. Why? We are watching on Thursday a front dropping in from the north. That big dome of heat is going to shrink. It's going to shrink, and it's going to set up kind of where we expect it to be this time of the year, around the desert southwest. So you get to Saturday in Phoenix, it's going to be 111 degrees for Phoenix. Boston at that time will be 68. Those, those temperatures are more in line with what you should find this time of the year. Keep in mind today, it was hotter in Boston, feeling like 99, than it was in Phoenix at 96. That's the latest. We'll go back to normal, like I said, by about Thursday or so. It's all yours, Nora. Lonnie Quinn, thank you. Vice President Kamala Harris just wrapped up a two-day trip to Guatemala and Mexico, focusing on the root issues of illegal immigration. But tonight, Harris is pushing back on criticism that she has yet to visit the southern border, as new video reminds us why the situation is so dire. Here's CBS's Weijia Zhang. New video from U.S. Border Patrol shows an abandoned five-year-old girl from Guatemala running alone along the wall in California. Agents quickly rescued her, but her journey illustrates the migrant crisis that Vice President Kamala Harris is tackling on a two-day trip. It is her first big diplomatic assignment from President Biden. Today, the vice president met with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador after visiting Guatemala. If this were easy, it would have been handled a long time ago. And there is no question that it is complex. The latest government figures show border apprehensions remain at a 20-year high. Republicans said acknowledging the problem is not enough. The vice president is finally hitting the trail this week to talk about the border crisis, but that seems to be all it is, is talk. The only problem is she's not visiting the border. Pressed about why not, Vice President Harris said she had not been to Europe either. Listen, I've been to the border before. I will go again. And we just joined us now from the White House. And I understand there's some breaking news on President Biden's infrastructure plan. What happened to those hopes for a bipartisan deal? That's right, Nora. Late this afternoon, the White House announced that President Biden walked away from negotiations with a group of Republican lawmakers because the two sides were about $700 billion apart in how much new spending to include in a package. So now the president is focusing on a group of bipartisan senators who are trying to hammer out a deal of their own. Nora. All right. Weijia Jiang, thank you. And tonight, a 24-year-old man from Southern California is facing murder charges in the killing of a little boy who was on his way to kindergarten. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti explains how police tracked him down. I'm going to set provisional bail. Marques Ariz faced a California judge via video link today in connection with the shooting death of six-year-old Aiden Leos on a California freeway. Police say Ariz, 24, fired the fatal shot from this white Volkswagen that killed Leos in his booster seat while on his way to kindergarten. 23-year-old Winley is facing charges as an accessory. The couple fled the scene of the shooting, sparking a two-week manhunt. We absolutely believe that she was the driver and that 
He rolled down his window and extended his arm out of the car and fired around from a gun. Using footage from other drivers as well as surveillance cameras, police zeroed in on this white VW sports wagon. Authorities say there are only about 140 vehicles of this make and model among the 10.6 million cars traveling Orange County roads daily. This Instagram shows Arise firing off several weapons, although it's not clear whether any of them was used in the shooting. The arrests come just one day after a service for Leos. My precious son had his life ripped away from him for absolutely no reason. Ariz is being held on $2 million bail and could face life in prison. His girlfriend is being held on half a million dollars and could face up to three years behind bars. Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. And we want to turn now to what's being called a game-changing drug in the fight against obesity. More than 40% of American adults are obese, and many also have chronic health problems such as diabetes, high blood pressure, or high cholesterol. We get more now from CBS's Dr. John LaPook. America has a new weapon in the fight against obesity. The new drug, Wegovi, is approved for people who are either obese or overweight with at least one weight-related medical problem. We have to think about obesity no different than hypertension, than high cholesterol, than diabetes. Dr. Domenica Rubino says weight loss from current obesity medications averages about 7 to 9 percent of body weight. People who require 10 percent, 15 percent, 20 percent weight loss, we need tools. During a 16-month study, patients on Wegovi lost on average 17 percent of body weight. Side effects included diarrhea and nausea, which usually resolved as the dose was slowly increased. Patients taken off the drug gained back more than half their weight loss. I did everything from fad diets to anything that I thought would work. Lisa Robillard was a trial participant. She lost 63 pounds. I wasn't hungry between meals, which was just unheard of for me. I was fuller quicker, and the cravings that I had disappeared. Wegovi is similar to the diabetes drug Ozempic, which is already being prescribed off-label for weight loss. Both mimic a natural hormone that helps regulate appetite. These hormones actually affect signals in the brain. It really just doesn't come down to willpower. It's much more complicated. This physiology is very strong, and it is not your fault. Nora, the drug is approved for long-term use, and it's important that it's part of a weight loss program that includes, yes, diet and exercise. Dr. LaPook, thank you. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Traffic was snarled along the busy I-95 corridor today after a truck carrying hazardous organic peroxide crashed into another truck in Delaware. The northbound side of the interstate was closed for 10 hours while first responders burned off the dangerous chemical. 
All right, tonight, French police have detained a man for slapping President Emmanuel Macron in the face. The man appears to shout down with Macron as the president went to meet a crowd and greet them. Macron managed to turn his face and wasn't seriously hurt. You can see the bodyguards jumped right in to help. It's been said necessity is the mother of invention. And now a father in Georgia is proving it all over again. Here's CBS's Mark Strassman. Under a canopy of poplars and oaks, a pandemic revelation. Build a treehouse, break a cabin fever. How cool is this? It's amazing. Deacon Averin spent third grade learning in the leaves on his laptop. It is the woods right outside the window. It's a lot more quiet so I can focus. It's your own little one-room schoolhouse. Yes. <laughs> Building treehouses. At first, not in salesman Michael Scaglioni's wheelhouse. He's going to use a picket for that? But last year, his business and his kids were both down. Realistically, I was just looking for a way to get the kids out of the house. Came home one day with a truck full of lumber and took a piece of paper and kind of drew out what I wanted and just started going to work. His first treehouse was life-changing. So I posted on like a local mom's group, and within the first 24 hours, we had 60 requests for quotes. Different sizes, different features. Starting price, around $10,000. Firefly Forts, the Scaglioni's new family business, has built around 40 since last August. Sky's the limit from here including the Averin family. We have family game nights, we have lunch out there, so it's been wonderful for all of us. Both an escape and a new house of connections right outside the back door. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Milton, Georgia. There are new warnings this year about Lyme disease, with ticks turning up in places you might not expect, including Southern California beaches. That story is tomorrow. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.